It's starting. We're, We're starting off hot. Get a, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, uh, two fools agree old, on that one. Oh, by the way, look, we got the wide shot. Ah! <laughs> there was, there was, you had accountability. Now, what I can now, all you need is a podcast and a YouTube channel. <laughs> no, no, not even. <laughs> where, where? Give me the money. Show me, show me, show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there's a fool fool rage. <laughs> Shoot the J. Shoot, Shoot it. it. <laughs> uh, live on Facebook.com. Fool Entertainment Network. I need you on Twitter. I need you to, to repost the Facebook pages. To raise a human before I would trust a human to raise a pack of wolves. <laughs> before I would trust a pack of humans to raise a wolf. Right. I hear you. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to Do Fools Agree. I am your host, Michael Reggie, as always here with my main man, Cliff Jennings. How you doing tonight? I'm all right. I'm all right. You making it through? I'm making it through. Continue. Slowly but surely. Scratching and surviving. Good times. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Man. Well, we are another weekend. Mm-hmm. Another on, short uh, one, short week. That's true. That's true. We're doing this on a Thursday night because I'm gonna be out of town, so you know, I'll take the blame. Mm-hmm. We're changing it up. Oh man! So what's going on? You got any inadvertent thoughts to get us going this week? Inadvertent. Let me see. Um. I don't know. Um, I don't know where I was going with this. Well, let's see if we, to, let's see if we can figure it yeah, out together. I need, I need to start. I need to start writing down full thoughts. I see, because my notes are just notes. So I um I okay. So I know it has something to do with. The, like the misconceptions that we carry like as far as like like the like, expectations of a certain situation like how like you wake up and you're dreading a, a certain situation in a day and you end up having like the best day type shit okay yeah or, yeah, yeah. Or it's, like, or it's like you're at work and you have to make a phone call that you're like man i, I do not want to have this, this conversation and, and it goes better than you could have ever imagined like right. you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. in the in the car like, well damn that like it's almost like, I mean, of course, I don't want to get deep out the gate, but it's almost like you're your biggest enemy. Well, I think that's, that's yeah, I think nine times out of ten, that's the case. It's you talking yourself out of your ability to do something. Right, right. And then generally when you get in the situation, if you're well prepared, it ends up not being that big a deal. I right. think this also ties into some conversations I've had with Char lately just around like I think we talked about this a few weeks ago about how the fact that like she'll she'll sit and think about a situation over and over and like 
trying to and honestly I feel like she goes to like one of the like worst place right I'm one of those people like oh this person is mad at me because of X Y and Z when in reality nah they just got other shit going on right they could care two shits about (laughs) that situation I'm I'm one of those people exactly (laughs) like like if I was a mathematician yeah like to equate my problems to that like if I was a mathematician and you gave me a formula I would try to fuck the formula up as much as I could before I found before the Before you got it right. You know what I mean? Like, because it's like I have to I have to immediately go to the worst possible outcome and work the formula out from there as opposed to... But I think that goes back, like, I think you and I are naturally pessimistic people. And if you expect the worst... I would say that, right. Then you're either pleasantly surprised right. or there's nothing that will surprise Maybe you. Maybe that's why my, my, my uh, like... Maybe it's not a misconception. I'm just always, like you said, I'm always thinking negative. So everything ends up being gravy in right. the end. Well, I think that's generally how it is. And I mean, for me, it always comes down to a lever- level of preparedness. Like, if you're prepared, you can pretty much wing anything. No, I agree. I agree. And I try to be prepared for anything. Well, and you were talking about, like, the work situation. For me, with the work situation, what it ends up being is, as long as I say it, Without stuttering over myself, and I say it with confidence, people gonna believe me. That's because what I've noticed. That's what makes me a good leader. That's what I. That's because what I've noticed in corporate America is, it's not always the people that are equipped to be in the position, but the people who don't ask questions. I think so. Because the more questions you ask, the more you end up being that problematic employee. Yeah. Because, let's be honest, very few places that exist actually, you know, operate. Are are actually looking to optimize. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They don't actually want to address the issues. They want to keep moving with as little problem as possible. Exactly. So when you get the people that don't ask questions... You can bullshit them. Right. You can say shit with confidence without stuttering, and they usually eat it up because that's what they've been used to doing their whole corporate career. Yep, yep. And that ends up (laughs) where we are now. You know what I mean? I hear you. I think for, for me, so I will say early in my career at my current employer... I think I had a reputation for being a quote-unquote troublemaker in terms of somebody who would question and question and question. Right. The thing is, is in order to do that effectively, you have to make the right alliances. Meaning you've got to have the right people in your corner that will back your play on that. And then things get, and then you can make things happen. Right. The problem is, is if people don't know you and you haven't established that trust and you haven't... No, you you will never you will never make change in right. that regard. Right. And I, I, this is something I talk to the the folks that report to me all the time. I'm always telling them like, right now you are in your trust building phase. Right. Right. You are showing people that you can do good work, and that you ask the right questions at the right time, and you know when to drop something. Right. Right. You know when to say, all right, this isn't a hill worth dying on. Yeah. No, and I think that was always my thing early in my career was. I was ready to die on any hill because I knew I was right. Listen, it, it, <laughs> I was a cocky son of a bitch. It's hard to, but I mean, <laughs> it's hard to like not feel that way when you see something that's just so blatant. Right, absolutely obvious. You absolutely. know what I mean? Well, especially when it when the answer is well, that's just the way we've always done it. 
right? Like, honestly, that ends up being the problem. To your point, that's kind of how we're in the situation we're in now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, this is explaining 2020. Not just, we're not just talking about corporate America. This no. is 2020 as a whole. Like, we, are, we are at a point right now with leadership in this country that believes that they could just play on people's emotions and he's, he's been able to do that successfully but when you're faced with a real crisis that you didn't actually create you know what you know what white america you know what white america this is <laughs> this is what happens when you don't spank your kids <laughs> honestly though i mean do you think trump wasn't hit when he was a child I'm sure, but not in the same, not in the, not same, the same way a black family would have. Not even that, not even that, because there's two, di- there's two different reasons you would hit your child. Discipline. Just two? <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's more. In my realm of thought, there's only two, and one that the only one is acceptable, and that's discipline. The other would be shame. I'm ashamed of you or what you did or you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you, and that's what I feel more Trump got hit with. True. But the reason why I say that is because we're in a tell me why generation. You know what I mean? Kind of like when your kids would be like, why? Like you'd be like, shut up and go to your room. And they'd be like, well, why? Right. Before you get your motherfucking ass. <laughs> that's, that's why. why. <laughs> But now that it's been that you can't spank your kid, well, right. certain people can't spank their kids. I hear you. <laughs> it's like, well, tell me why. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, right. because that, that question is, I was never that type that would be that shut up when you ask me a question like why. Unless you're just being a smart ass, you know what I mean? Right, Kids if it's, tend if to it's do like that. the 13th or 14th But time. if you're asking a why question, and even if you're you're questioning my authority as a parent, I would like to answer that for you. Right, absolutely. Honestly, it's possible, yeah. you know what I mean? And if I can't answer that for you, then I then need to internalize as to why I feel that way. Yeah. And I feel like that's not what we do in corporate America or in America in general. And it's trickling down to all aspects of life at the current at the current. No, moment. I think you're right. I think that's where we're at. I switched I'm, my inadvertent thought. You switched it. I switched it <laughs> to whatever that was. There you that go. That was my inadvertent. Well, you got me beat this week because I really don't have one. Listen. I think my only one that kind of came up this week with it being. You know, 4th of July weekend. Uh-huh. I feel like this may end up being the least patriotic 4th of July in the history, in the history. In the history of our nation. I think so, too. And it's for two, It's it, because it's from both sides. You got the left basically saying, we are ashamed of who we are right now. And you've got the right that wants to make America great again, which must mean they don't believe it's great right now. So, who the fuck is out there being patriotic? <laughs> The military because they're being paid to be? Listen, I mean, let's be 100% honest. Whether they want to admit it or not, they're definitely going to see a a decrease in black buys this year. Well, no, they won't. You you want to know why? Why? Because the black community, at least by my experience on the east side of Columbus, Ohio, 
have been lighting off fireworks since Juneteenth. <laughs> right, right. right. Well, They've been doing their own shit. Well, that's the that's the <laughs> firework. Said, that's fuck, the firework. I, I bet you. I, I wish. I wish I was going to be around this weekend because I bet it is quiet here on the fourth. <laughs> I, you know what? That's a good I'm question. Curious. I, yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, I am myself. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll keep you posted on that. I, I think that to, would say a lot. It's if, not going to be in my neighborhood because, like you said, like they do it all the fucking time. Right. And then I'm in a mixed neighborhood too, like, like there's everything in my neighborhood: blacks, Mexicans, whites, like. So I'm sure I'm still gonna hear some things. And let's be <laughs> right. honest, black people are gonna barbecue because we would do that Monday well, through Friday right. anyway if we had the oh, opportunity. Oh, we got a day off. You know we got what I mean? We Speaking of, I'm going to get a grill tomorrow. Are you? Nice. I gotta hurry Char up and bought, do it before the fourth comes. Char bought me one before. Uh, but I shouldn't even buy anything for Fourth Day. of July weekend. I won't get one. I'll borrow one. I got one. Char bought me one for Father's Day. That's nice. Yeah. I just need a little, you know, a little 1999 like Weber grill. Yeah, a little fold out. Uh huh. I hear. But you. I don't want to spend. I don't want to buy anything Fourth of July weekend. I feel like it's the whole weekend, not just the day. Um. Here's the. You might find some deals right now just because I think retail... Well, no, I'm just saying spending my money on... Spending it. All right. right. I got you. I got you. Because it still is tied into 4th of July. What do you like cooking on the grill? Well, you, you know, I don't do pork anymore, so... Oh, see. No, I do beef ribs, though. I still do right. beef ribs. All right. All right. I got some beef ribs in the freezer. That's why I was thinking maybe I should. You know, beef, steak, chicken... Not a big hot dog, like if kids and you know if like my, you're my entertaining fam- people. Yeah, yes, my family loves hot dogs. For I me, love burgers. I like. I'll take a burnt hot dog, but if I'm grilling out for me, like an intimate setting, just a couple of us, yeah. I'm not putting hot dogs and brats on the grill. I want chicken, steak, or. I think that's what I've been missing out on. We've been doing. We haven't been doing them a lot, but we've been doing hot dogs recently because. My mom loves them. My son loves them. That's my favorite. On the grill is my, my wife, favorite hot dog. My wife but. likes them too. And like, I'll eat them because they're there. Um, but mm-hmm. haven't been doing any brats. I got to remember to get brats and sausages. Got to remember to get Usually brats. Usually I'm big on sausages. But it's harder to find brats in my situation now because, you know, a lot of them are mixed with pork. True. True. Yeah. That's a good point. Like you got to find like a chicken brat. Turkey brat. Right. right. Yeah. Nah, I've been, uh, so my mother-in-law, so my wife got me the grill for Father's Day. My mother-in-law got me these little, uh, and my mom chipped in on the grill, too. I know she's out there, Oh, it must so. be a nice grill. It's, it's, a, it's, it's good. It's a good, it's a good propane grill. He loves the propane. It's just quick, man. I don't, I can't, here's you my thing. You can manipulate flavor more with the cold, though. I, I hear you. You can manipulate flavor. You know what you can't manipulate as what? well with the coals? What? Time and getting them hot. Well, no, you, you gotta just, remember because you gotta come, prep them first. I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying it takes a longer time for car or for coal to heat up. Than yeah, it does for tr- or think for about a good 15, 20 minutes. Now I've also been working with some busted ass charcoal the last couple of times I've done a charcoal grill because it's been it, the Listen, coals have been like a year old. Even, <laughs> even if they're self light, I still get lighter fluid, but I don't like to use a lot of it because it'll you know get yeah into it the gives food. that taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I also get hip to the um you put the, well you don't because you use the propane the wood chips. Oh no, I'm with you. The maple and I the actually, hickory wood chips to put in with the coal. At man. one point, I had actually fashioned a, a lie. I had 
a girlfriend in college who worked in a machine shop who basically fashioned a, a metal plate, a metal grill that you could put the wood chips on on top Undi- of the propane. Oh, really? So, like, you had the propane flames oh, right. down here, and then you had a grill on top below the actual grill right, and you where put you could the wood put the in- chips. That's smart. She did that in, uh, she well, she was a mechanical engineer, so she did that in the metal shop in college. That's, <laughs> that's intuitive. That was love. <laughs> Back then. That's, that's intuitive. <laughs> I but almost nah, want to ask a name because the image of this girl is very burly. Uh, <laughs> no, you why, ought to why don't we just say basketball player? Okay, I think I know. Who Blonde basketball about. player. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave I it at that. Exactly uh, yeah, no, you met her a couple times. Uh, nah, I'm big on the, uh, so we got these, uh, my mother-in-law got me these, they're like little kebab grills, so it's like a little box, they're like, you chop Sit. up the veggies and put uh-huh. the beef in, or the pork, or whatever it is. Oh, they got you together yeah, like you can cook. Yeah, it was nice. You it can't nice. cook. Yes, I can. You can't cook, motherfucker. I am the one that cooks you in this right. house. You I'm all right. right. I do remember you cooked some things that I, I was impressed with. I mean, you used to love my nachos back in the day. They're, right, little, but they nachos. A little, a little Colby cheese. Yeah, just on Oh, no, but uh, what's that one shit you made that, what was it, like that taco lasagna or something? Oh, Mexican pizza. Man. Or no, Mexican lasagna yeah, is what I call man. it. Because I had, it was basically like taco. It was kind of like a crunch wrap, except it was like four layers. I don't know, but that shit bang. That's all I will say. That shit bang. I can do a little something in the kitchen. I will say. My that problem shit is, bang. is I don't have patience anymore. I love to cook. I hate the heat. That's that's really what it comes down to. I feel like if I could deal with heat, yeah, that would probably. You're talking about like outside and grilling. In general, in, okay, like in general. whether I'm in like an actual like working in a kitchen because I've been like you know like preps and shit in kitchens, yeah. but and that's just it's too like it's too much it's too much heat. You like the shit you gotta wear, you know what I mean? Like I would have to be in shorts and sandals. In no like some, <laughs> but I wouldn't do them like that. I wouldn't do them like that though because I'm not gonna sweat in your food. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't do them with the no shirt. But if I did oh, do no shirt, I definitely wouldn't sweat in your food. And I'm a very, I won't say hairless, but I'm a very <laughs> smooth individual. I'm a smooth criminal. I'm a Michael Jackson. <laughs> Any are you okay? Is what I'm saying. Nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. I think you should just beat it, man. Right. Nah, that wasn't Billy Jean, but you're no, uh, you're on I, the list. I was just keeping you, it going. <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen, let me fuck that up for us. I mean, we don't really have any topics, so. <laughs> well, we can Michael Jackson pun this bitch. <laughs> all, all the way to the end. <laughs> Right. Oh, but, man. Uh, I thought we had a couple, didn't we? We do have a couple. So just, I think when we talked earlier in the week, um, we're looking for just honestly something different other than right. know, the usual shit. So. Right. I took the Twitter, Mr. Jennings. Take I that took Twitter. the Twitter. And uh, so what I ended up doing was just kind of looking at what was trending all week. Which, by the way, we have a new Twitter. Check us out at Foolproof Net. Let me do that. Foolproof Net. I should probably do you that. Should, you should have been tagged in 
you were added in at least two posts this week from the Was Foolproof that? Net. So Oh, to my Twitter. Yeah, so check your mentions and then come back and follow. They don't show you past 20. Once you get the 20 notifications, it stops adding, so I don't ever... So you don't have any now. I don't get new shit. They don't tell me They're just like, nah, fuck him. Um, So yeah, we do have a Twitter now. We actually have a... uh, We have a... um, Instagram, too. I just... I don't fuck with Instagram, so I got nothing. Yeah. Okay. It's got our little cartoon on it, so... I'll follow that. There you go. Bang, we, we did that. <laughs> We're doing it. We're we doing did it. did that. I've been using that to basically once a day just post whatever's trending. <laughs> Listen, no, that's what's what up. Hit the trending hashtags and keep it going. That's what's good. That's what's up. But, um, so we got that going on, but I was just looking at kind of... I think of, I'm learning this now. Are you? I mean, Malcolm Malcolm was right. You got to do the hashtags, and I wasn't doing enough with the hashtags, so... On Twitter? Yeah. It's all oh, about I the hashtags. Ats is how you actually tag someone, but if you want it to be seen by the community at large, it's the hashtag that's important. So for okay. our Twitter, for, so like with the foolproof Twitter, right? Like uh, Throwback Thursday, hashtag Throwback Thursday. Okay, I see. What you, when you look okay, at because people look up saying. hashtags more than they look up people on Twitter. Yeah, you can look up hashtags. Yeah. So that's okay. the thing. That's the thing. So. You'll see with all the foolproof tweets, they're all like they've got like t- three or four hashtags in each one of them. I only <laughs> trying to game the four system. people, I believe. <laughs> you know, the whole reason why I never like Twitter is following. I hate, I just hate that terminology. I hear you. Well, I think that's actually why like the hashtag thing makes sense to me. So you don't have to follow people; you could follow hashtags or look up hashtags. All right, and but so, I also can't. You can't have the foolproof page and you don't follow anybody, you know what I mean? That's true. Well, I'm, we don't I'm have to follow it. anybody. I'm getting over to... it though. But I don't like I don't like that terminology. It you really like does irk my nerves. I hear you. Like I hear even you. clicking that follow to our page made don't, me feel like Don't at me, bro. Really, <laughs> I don't like that shit. I'm not a fucking follower. Uh so we were check our so I checked out a couple of the, the big stories that came through on Twitter this week. I guess uh, Terry Crews ruffled some feathers. I saw I saw a few things about that. I mean, so the gist of the tweet was, yeah, let's not him. let Black Lives Matter become Black, Black Lives, Lives Better. Better. But what did he? What like what? I, I don't. What was he insinuating from that? I don't. I'm so not. I think he was trying to insinuate like, and not knowing him. I, I don't know what he was trying to insinuate. I can tell you what the conjecture from the rest of the Twitterverse it, please, was. Please, please, please. The conjecture from the rest of the Twitterverse was basically saying, oh, he doesn't want to see black people do better than white people, is what that intent of that message was. So Black Lives Matter becoming Black Lives Better okay. means he doesn't want to see it become Black Lives Should Be Better than White Lives. Which I don't think, in terms well, of Black Lives Matter... That's not the message from Black Lives Matter. We've talked about this week after week. Well, see, here's the it's thing, though. This equality. Is, this it's is, not superiority. This is the thing. <laughs> this is the thing that a lot of people have to understand, and it's it's all convoluted at the moment. The Terry Crews is a big dumb animal because well, he's a big motherfucker. <laughs> well, listen, we'll get back to his bitch ass. We'll get back to his bitch ass. And I gave LeBron the business, and I love LeBron. Oh, Terry, we'll get back to your bitch ass. <laughs> 
listen, I, I wish you. I had my shirt off. I've been working out. I do my... <laughs> do the pecs. Right. Um, but uh, what was I saying beforehand? What were you saying? You were saying... Uh, I was talking about Black Lives Matter becoming okay. Black Lives Better. So and... I would like everybody to understand out there that Black Lives Matter and Black people are two different things. And it's starting to get way weird with the Black Lives Matter as far as, like, we're not... Well, it's because white folks have appropriated. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, though. Let's be honest. I'm almost, like, I... Not... Because I know these words can come off weird, but what my words, what of my words haven't come off weird? I'm starting to look at these articles about Black Lives Matter being run by... Uh, uh, the white dude with the nut sacks under his eyes. <laughs> What's his what name? I don't know. I don't know his name, <laughs> but I've been seeing I've been seeing pictures, and they know. talking about Black Lives Matter is actually run by so and so. I wish I had uh, saved it. But regardless, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I wouldn't put it past. Like I wouldn't put it past them. It, it almost seems real BT ish to me at the moment. Okay. Like where you call it black entertainment television, but white folks is running it, run it, putting dumb, ignorant ass movies, hot boys by Master P. Well, I mean, that's generally or, where it's the white savior complex, right? And we've talked about this. And I'm trying to think. I actually used that terminology earlier this week with somebody from work because I was reaching out to our. African American resource group, right? For the company I worked for, I wish and I'm we like, had one. I I basically came out and said, "Look, I'm." I was hesitant to even reach out to you guys because I understand like the whole white savior complex. That's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm just trying to be here for you guys. If you need a sound off point, if you need somebody to deliver your message, like that's what's up. Though. I'm here for for that. That's what's up, though. And uh, that's but what's up. the same thing is, I also don't want to become like the voice in our company around it either you know what i mean like because i'm a white dude like you know and i've had this conversation because we have a big diversity and inclusion initiative where i work and Mm -hmm. like i've inquired before like what can i do to support this obviously not being part of the diversity right 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 i I don't know i don't know what my role is like i can figure out my role as an ally and and I did. I joined the African American Resource Group. Right. That's and I've asked, I've asked to be a part of the DNI committee. What's that? Uh, Diversity and Inclusion Committee. So. That's a, before you continue, that's another ahead. misconception I would like everybody to understand is just because something says African American on it does not mean that we do not want white people included in that. Absolutely. That makes us feel even more comfortable because it's like just for you to want to be included in that lets us know exactly where you're coming from. Right, and I think from my perspective, it was around, like, if you're trying to make this type of training, diversity training or implicit bias training, which we talked about even in our, you know, our Black Lives Matter episode. Mm -hmm. Like, that whole thing, like, if that's something that they want to push for, but they're making it the company is telling them, well, you can't make it mandatory, but you can offer it is kind of what's being told. Right. Like, I have no problem making right, it mandatory right. for my associates. Right. And I will. <laughs> right. The people that report to me, no, you need to do this. Right. 
And it's not because I think they're bad people. It's not because I, I think they're racist at all. It's because I think everybody should go through that right. training at some point this is in their, what I can do to in their life the and in right. their career. Right. So. No, the, the, I, I just wanted to clear that up. And it's, it's funny because my friend, he uh, added me to my friend, a future guest on the podcast. I won't name any names. We'll uh, have it be a rollout. But uh, he introduced me to a gun club on Facebook. Okay. And it was, I can't remember. Oh, it was the Tulsa rally. Mm. It was a Tulsa. It was around that time. Okay. And it was a whole bunch of white people in this group. Like, people that you wouldn't think thought that way. But that were like, man, I, I would really love to go down there and show my black brothers and sisters support. But I don't know how. They would take a white guy like me with a gun, and I'm like, well, especially because you right have now to, you have to let it be, that go. And that's all I could say to the dude. And he got like 300 comments, but that's all I could say is all the black people in there were just saying, "Go, brother, go!" Yeah. Like if that's how you feel, go. Like that's what people aren't gonna. We're gonna give you a chance to speak your piece. <laughs> right. You're gonna have a chance to say what side you're on. You know what I mean? Even the people on the opposite side. It's not like as soon as they say. Uh, Trump 2024 you're like well no we. it's not like you get gunned down in the street you right. know what I mean Right. like if you feel like that's something you want to stand behind go you are welcome I, I think that all comes back to in I think India was the one that used the terminology the white fragility right is we're afraid to, to have the conversation for whatever reason and I'll, I'll admit that like I've been there like because I don't I'm like I don't know what my role is here. I want you to know that I'm supporting you. Right. And I also want you to know that I don't know how to support you. So help right. me help you kind of deal. And another thing that you're going to have to understand is for white people that are willing to indulge and have conversations and yeah. learn, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable. And you have to understand that a lot of black people aren't going to approach you with kid gloves because it's always uncomfortable for us. Right. So we don't recognize what's the word your white fragility yep. a lot because we don't have it. There have, is no fragility about us. You're not us. privileged enough to have that fragility. Right. I understand that. <laughs> that not listen, all white folks do though. I mean, you, listen, you're right. You're 100% right. But what you said made me think of something and I can't remember what it was. It was very important too. It was almost like an Edison, uh, I meant a Latimer light bulb. <laughs> you like, oh, I slid that in there. <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. That was nice. Damn, I can't remember what it was, though. What were we so talking about? we were talking about? about white fragility. We were talking about the African-American resource groups that I have in my company, but you okay, don't Okay, it was yours. after that. Definitely don't have it in mine. Um, but talking was, about how we can be an ally. How how white folks can be an ally rather it was uncomfortable how conversation. That's uncomfortable what I stopped conversations. With that was the last thing. It was really talking about. So just before the uncomfortable conversation, what were you saying? You you said you don't know how. Don't know how I can support, but help me help you kind of deal around the um, being an ally in a in a corporate setting. And I think what I was looking for around that was more the fact that I've got. Man kind of tying into our earlier conversation I've built the relationships I've built the conversations I've built the the trust among not only my peers at my level but the trust with like the directors and people above me right right and so if there's something that we want to make 
mandatory or that we want to talk about, I'm all for it in terms of, you know, the implicit bias training and saying, no, as one of my associates, this is required for you. Right. And I don't see anything wrong with that. Now, now definitely, I, I do see something wrong with punishing someone that did not want to. No, but I can I can frame it in a way where I can't necessarily force them to do it. Right. But I can strongly recommend. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, part that, of their that would be my growth only, and development. <laughs> that would be my only thing about it is because it's just crazy. You know what I mean? Like. It's crazy how, like, when we're children, we're we're just sponges. We're just soaking up all this information. Anything that someone's willing to give us, we're willing to soak it up, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent. And then we hit a point at about where you turn into a rock, just, where it's like I won't absorb anything else. I'll sink to the bottom of the sea before. Well, it's the whole. There's there's two kinds of and. We've talked about this in corporate America. We've talked about this. My wife and I have talked about this because her school district preaches it. It's the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. A fixed mindset says, I am never going, I, I, I am comfortable and I have no desire to change and this is the way I view the world and there's nothing that's going to change that. Right. A growth mindset says, I am always learning. I'm always adapting. I'm always changing my points of view. Right. Because like, I'll be the first to admit I've probably said some shit that was hurtful in retrospect. Like, don't get me wrong. I've used in probably with some of our friends in the past. I've used the you sound white or you act white. Like, and have okay. educated myself to the point where it's I understand that that's not the right thing to say. Right. And so, like, I can think of two, two or three people in general. Like, I'd be like, I could. I could think back and I've said that to them and I'm like I want y'all to know I apologize for it <laughs> that's what's up though I was young and at the right. time some of y'all even said that about yourselves so I think I just tagged in but it's not that doesn't that's not the right thing right and so that's part of that growth part of that development but there are people in the world that will never who will have said that and would never have said that it was anything but a compliment you know what I mean no, wait, wait, what? Now, what was that? You said anything... There are people in this world that, oh, would, that would have said say... that exact same thing and, right. and never would have changed their mind that they just viewed it right. as a compliment. I know exactly what you're saying. I know so, exactly what you're saying. Like, I'm... I, I feel like I have enough of a growth mindset to realize this is not the right thing to say. Right. Like, you a good dude. I like you. That's where you leave it. But that's that, um, Not like, you sound white. That's that, that's that, um... That's that, um... Because I get that you sound black and I'm cool, right? That's but that. If I say you sound white, that actually implies that you're not cool. <laughs> well, that, no, listen, it's not that. It's not that it even implies that you're not cool. It implies that only white is educated. True. Agreed. It implies that Which black is, why is not I educated. I know that's not the right thing to say. Right. Anymore. Black is ghetto. <laughs> you don't sound ghetto like the rest. See, that's what I love is walking in, looking how I look, and talking to white people. And even if I want to butt into your conversation, yeah. I love that that specific point where they're like, "Well, you're just so articulate and everything like that. <laughs> what would make you?" And I'm and it just makes me feel like, "Well, what would make you think otherwise?" 
what would make you think otherwise? The tattoos, the, tattoos, the colors, yeah, right. the dreads back in the day. Listen, <laughs> scars all over the right. place. It makes sense, but that's listen. This is this is why this is why I say like, and everybody is. Uh, I won't go there. I won't go there. Um, but um, you've lost already when you do stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sun Tzu always said you have to know your enemy more than you know yourself. So, so as... You've acknowledged that you underestimated. Right. So as a white supremacist, if I am your enemy and you don't know me, you've already lost. Right. You've underestimated already. You already lost. And, And that's the biggest thing that trips me out is the ignorance behind that, that it's like, yeah... Uh, white is supreme, death to all those other than, but your arrogance caused you not to ever learn about those other people that you stand against. Right. Which in turn you leads bought me to... your own height. Right, which in turn leads me to believe that you're preparing for something you're not ready for. Right. Right. That's just some wild shit, like... with you. <laughs> that's some wild shit to me, but Man. that's listen. That's what you you talk white, or you know what I mean, or you talk black, right? And when you said, um, I understand it though, because you said what what was the uh, the phrase? I called it being a rock. You said um, where you want to take in information or you don't. Oh, a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. Right, right. So it's 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 easy to have a fixed mindset, though. It I, I want to play devil's easy. advocate because when you come from a certain area, white or black, you think this is all you need to know to thrive in this area. And I've yeah. been in that situation myself where it's like, why do I need to know this? This is all I need to know at the moment because this is all I see. Right. I just need. To, I know what I know. I need I've the best it. at maneuvering this. Fuck what goes on outside of yep. this. Yep, yep, yep. And that's a. Uh, I mean, beyond me, I, I can see it happening on you know a poor white's end as well because if you never if you never leave the area that you're in, you don't ever have to adjust your realm of thinking. Agreed. And don't get me wrong, only the privileged get to leave the get area leave that they're in. So, so I, I don't, I can understand a poor white person's view, yeah, or feeling or, or ignorance in feeling the way. Have you? So, did you watch all of the like uh, trigger warning with Killer Mike, where they put together I think the rap I did. group at the end? No, I don't know. The white supremacist. It was part of the rap group. Oh yeah, um, they did the auditions and uh, shit. Uh-huh. And that was basically his thing: was that the poor white man is the closest there is to the black man in America. <laughs> They're basically no, I didn't cousins. see that. I didn't see that. But I mean, I, I wouldn't say that that's that's far from the truth. But I wouldn't say the closest to the definitely not the closest. <laughs> definitely not the closest. Well, that's what makes it funny. Is right. He actually believed that. Right. But I mean... Nah, so here's the thing with white privilege. Listen. Listen. White privilege means 
that if you're poor and white, it's your own fucking fault. <laughs> if you're poor and black, the system has held you down. <laughs> I mean, but there's always, listen, there's always uh, <laughs> exceptions to the rule. There is, there is. Nothing is 100% absolute. And in, and in those situations, when it comes to poverty, I would say that there's a bigger margin for exception. I agree with you. Where and I say I say what I say. I get what I get what you're saying, but we also don't know who's watching. But you know what I mean. I also kind of believe it. <laughs> right. Right. So hate me if you want. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> I mean, I don't believe it 100, but I believe pieces of it. You know what I mean? Like. Um, I've, I feel like I've been on both ends of the spectrum. You know what I mean? I've I been on the poverty line, and then I've been on the black line. So I feel like I can see it from both views, and... I just had an inadvertent thought. What? Spit <laughs> it! Spit <laughs> it! So when I was living in Pittsburgh, working at that agency in Pittsburgh, there was a bar across the street called The Bottom Line. Uh-huh. A little pool hall. You can still smoke in it. Uh-huh. And, uh... Me and a couple of the writers, we used to call it the uh, the poverty line. Because <laughs> they had 50 cent drafts. And when you're near the poverty line, that 50 cent drafts hits like a motherfucker. Listen, they were angels. They were angels in that area. You hear what I'm saying? That's some angelic shit. A 50 cent draft. I remember, what was the name of that spot? Uh, the Outer End. I don't remember that. Off one. of High Street and I also didn't do most of my drinking here in Columbus. Most of my right. drinking phase was Your college was days still... were Well that and it was my two years after college. Were probably my my last two years of college and my first two years as a quote unquote professional were probably my heaviest drinking. My drinking <laughs> days my drinking days started pretty early. <laughs> so... I mean between you and my buddy Ant I remember um, getting off work at TMT and, by the way, worked for two men in the truck as a mover for four years. Getting off work and coming and swinging by and just having a six pack. Listen. <laughs> listen. Them were the good old days. Mm-hmm. My best was with Ant, though. Because when I worked with Ant, I was 18. Well, he worked with you. Right. Yeah, he and I were on the truck together. We were right. partners. And he was for, buying all for, that shit. For two summers. And he, I would give him my tip money and be like, you got me? Oh, yeah, he was like, yeah. all that shit. i just go yeah. have a couple beers with him before I go home. Was I great. was the guy that had a fake ID at 15. I actually had a and guy that, we played... And enough facial hair to pull it to off. To pull it off. <laughs> I actually had a guy that we played 8th grade ball with, or 7th grade ball with. I had his ID. Because he and I kind of looked alike. For real? Uh-huh. Yeah, I... Uh, Rhymes with Schmanovin. It's <laughs> older than you. He's a year older. Oh, I didn't know that. Almost, almost. I think a year and a half. I didn't know that. So it worked out well. Okay. Because I got it from him my sophomore year of college. Listen, I, I've driven with my. <laughs> I said, "Fuck it, if we doing this. Let's get into character. I'm Johnny Depp with this shit." Bitch. We also, we also knew a couple of twins back in. Uh, in elementary middle school. school, yeah, elementary, middle school, elementary school. Well, it was middle school for me. Wait, because I joined you guys in sixth and seventh. Well, no, I was thinking first, the first. No, a, I'm I'm talking uh, St. Cats. Okay, 
Well, who is that? Oh, okay. I, okay. And one definitely got busted with the other's ID. <laughs> got but a, they're the same age! But they got a... No, I'm talking they got a ticket <laughs> with the other one's ID. He grabbed the wrong wallet. And okay. he got his brother points on his license. Okay. I, I was about to say, I know, I know some stories like that, but it wasn't accidental. <laughs> and they weren't the same age. Oh, goodness gracious. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm Johnny Depp, though. I get into character, B. Uh-oh. What's up? So I just got a text message. Oh, we'll have to hit on this when we get to the schools thing. Because I just got a text about our transitioning from Phase 1 to Phase 2. No, Phase 2 to Phase 3 for football. Which is all about kind of the return to play and COVID and all that well, shit. If we're going back into bullshit, how can they implement phases before we know That's what... That's exactly what's happening. Is We were supposed to be moving into our next phase next week. And he's put, they're pulling back and saying... Because you don't know what we phase... We have to stay in our current phase. This is what I'm talking about with people that... <laughs> it's to the point where it's not even asking questions. It's telling you that you sound dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not asking... Listen... I don't know. We're done. It's the weekend. It's the freaking weekend. It is the freaking weekend, baby. Happy yeah, there's, there's no, uh, <laughs> there's no, uh, Kells. Am I allowed to sing Kells anymore? You're allowed to do whatever you <laughs> like, sir. By the way, as long as you don't sing it to any underage ladies. Right, exactly. I feel, I, I I'm sorry. I'll say lo- it. I'm going to listen to R. Kelly. I, I don't care. I still love R. Kelly's music. I know that has no- Right. It has nothing to do with whatever else was popping off. Carl, I'm looking at you. We were on the trucks together. How many times did we listen to that Double listen. Up album? <laughs> listen, all I'm saying is um, there's still uh, states in the country where with parental consent, you can marry children. So it's <laughs> true. I don't know what he did and what he did. In what if, state he was in? Listen, <laughs> did he end up paying those parents off? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he ended up paying paying the parents off. So I'm saying. Um, I mean, is Kel's in jail? Yeah, he's in jail right he's now. Uh huh. He's in jail right now. Probably gonna come out and make another hit. <laughs> you know, he's probably writing them as we speak. And let me be 100 with you. I can't, I can't say that if he didn't come back out and drop something, I wouldn't want to hear it. I can't I say that. What, double up in Chocolate Factory, man. I don't know what I can't say. say. No, listen, that, that one shit that he did, he did it, uh, what was it, the Black Panties? He did a, a he did a CD. Was it the Black Panties? He did, did a he CD do? in no, like 2013. And I think it was called Black Panties, and it came with a in pair of Black Panties. I don't remember that. I didn't buy the CD. I was but still well. My, uh, I think the last one I bought was Double Up, which was like yeah. I think it was like 2013. The only reason why I say 2013 is because I was working up at the airport. Okay. And that was a why. That was about around 2013. Yeah. Yeah, but that listen that CD has some some joints on it. That was just a straight adult fucking CD. <laughs> like, there wasn't no champion. There wasn't no I can fly. It was just fucking. The, the CD was star. called Black Panties, and it came with a pair of black panties. So you already knew. While he was in the middle of all of that shit. 
That's well, that was you. before the new shit popped off. I hear That you. was when he thought he was probably thinking, I'm, I'm cool. Love. I'm on like, the Like, he was cool. probably thinking on Escobar. Like, got, yeah, they ain't here. I, they, they, they got more shit to talk about. Let me start sliding these keys, getting these underage women back in my room. And then they was like, oh, nope, we're still looking. And he was like, God damn it, I shouldn't have dropped that CD with them panties. The panties is what locked me up. Favorite R. Kelly song? It depends. It depends. All right, all right. That's favorite a, soulful one and then favorite okay. fucking one. Okay. Um, listen, if we doing if we doing uh, the fucking one, I might have to go from the Black Panty soundtrack. That Cookie Monster is my shit. I'm gonna have to download that because I do not know that. Too. That Cookie Monster is my shit. If you just listen to that one song, that'll probably get you wanting to get to see. Well, if you you know, because that's you're not gonna listen to it just in your headset. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. You guys got to be. It's got to be an ambiance, right? Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. But um, soulful. What was the one um about the dude that got killed in Chicago? His I boy. Wish. Is that it? I think that I one. Wish, I wish, is that I does wish. that count as soulful though? I think it does. Gospel. I mean, it's kind of gospely. Okay. I would agree. I would say I wish. I was a big fan of. Or was it the remix? One of the two, though. Yeah, I, both of them were good. But then what about ignition and all that? Absolutely. That was good times. I like uh, step in the name of love. Step in the name of love was good. Uh, I know it was. Did he feature on it, or was that just Ron Isley? He's like he was like the Justin Bieber him, of, him of and, music. Him and he Ron Isley. I loved everything him and Ron oh, Isley um, did together. Contagious is the one that's in my head. They right started now. that, and didn't they? Didn't they? Do and then like they a, did the showdown, and then they did. They did a couple. They did. They did several. Yeah, they did a couple. I actually of them. think that that was the the genesis for my my favorite what? which was trapped I in the closet trapped in the closet yeah man i know you I did you got me hip to that trapped actually. in the closet you got me hip to that i remember At chapters three. 1 through 13 when after they got actually no cuz the end of chapters <laughs> 1 through 13 so the back half of 1 through 13 was not great but then he came back and he did 13 through 22 listen that motherfucker which, by the way miss. he I was don't like know if you Justin can find Bieber. that anywhere where he was is like, 13 through he 22 he was like Justin Epstein right <laughs> that motherfucker couldn't miss and he was diddling uh young ladies he's like Justin Epstein i'll tell you what and then but <laughs> i want to know who got the package Mm. <laughs> That's how the second one Let's ended. See, anybody second that was, was close was to that closet, <laughs> anybody that came close to that closet had the package. Let's, uh, I can't believe it's a man. Listen, man, man. Fuck that. Everybody had the package. That motherfucker UPS. Everybody had packages on their truck. Fuck oh man. That. So trapped in the closet was up there. Uh, I forgot all about that shit. That nigga ignorant, man. Yeah, he was. He is. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. There's other good songs. Between the Sheets is good. Again, I don't his know collabos with Ron Isley, man. Back in the day, like uh, him and the Isley brothers were my shit in my early 20s, late teens. I see. I, I, them. I wasn't a big Isley fan. I mean, back in the day, drifting on a melody. I hear you. 
Ain't no place I'd rather be than with you. <laughs> that motherfucking air, boy. That was a smooth motherfucker. You knew why you uh, had that cane. No doubt. You knew why you had that cane. He said, bitch, shut up. <laughs> Who you think you're talking <laughs> listen, to? But I thought. Listen, man, I'm just telling you. Brian Isley, he was a pimp. But I wasn't, he was. I wasn't straight a fan. up pimp. I wasn't a fan of old Ron Isley. Well, see, I like old Ron Isley better than him. <laughs> right. Because you probably wasn't hip to young Ron I Isley. Not. I was not. Your you mom know. wasn't bumping that, making y'all clean uh, the house on uh, Sundays and shit. <laughs> By the way, the Rita's chiming in. She said she wanted to know who got the package as well. <laughs> right, I am interested as well. I think, I think that's what we need to do. Can we start a Kickstarter to get... Chapters 23 through 30. <laughs> From the prison. <laughs> From the prison. From the prison. I bet that production value, I bet it would go up. I bet they would have a... <laughs> I bet they would have a better production in the pen. They could even start... They could spin it off onto a prison break joint. <laughs> that could be how it goes. Go they, fund me. Start a go fund me find for out who R. Gets Kelly. The, gets the package. The police officer goes back to the house, arrests R. Kelly, and Twan takes him to jail. Who's Twan the cousin? Twan My brother cousin. just got out of prison. Mm-hmm. Don't you remember? <laughs> My brother just got out of the prison. One, uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God, a rubber. That is crazy. Rubber. Robert. I forgot all about that shit. <laughs> R. Kelly's a fool. He is, but that shit was genius. Free R. Kelly, man. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just he playing. does not deserve to be free. Either. That however, was just a, that was however, a joke. There is great pictures. From At least Tony Yayo, even though and give me, you a studio me and in his cell. Did I think one New Year's Eve at Aunt's house? God bless the dead. He and God I did. I think the did all 13 chapters karaoke. Oh, for real? I believe it. (laughs) Like me, his brother, his wife, and like maybe three other people. (laughs) He and I were fucked up, but we loved that shit. (laughs) Man. And the craziest thing was the first five chapters they released on the radio and they would release it like once right. every couple weeks. They did. Man. <laughs> I don't think they even made it through R. all Kelly, 13. Listen, that's one thing that you, listen, I don't know. That shit was he genius. Was a, he was. That's a, You took the words out of my mouth. R. Kelly was a musical genius. Absolutely. Period, point blank. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I love, part of the reason why I think I have such an eclectic taste in music because I, I love country music too. Right. I, I think my thing is I, I love too. music that actually tells a story. Speaking of country music. I love music. music that tells a story. Have you heard Diplo's? Uh, no. What's the name of that song? I know I can't play nothing on here, but. Well, I mean, we're not monetized yet. If you want to play something, play it. <laughs> it's not like I'm it's not going to get us banned. <laughs> actually, we could get a strike, don't you? Yeah, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. I just want to. Heartless. Just look up Diplo Heartless featuring Morgan. Featuring Morgan. Let's see, now I can't. Let me see if I flip it this way. But, uh, no. Featuring Morgan, something or other. But if you put in Heartless, Diplo Heartless, it'll pop up. Okay. But that's, that's my it. thing. Is I love I love Man. music that tells a story. And the funny thing about that song, and it made me feel good. They're doing him the same way they did Lil Nas X. Okay. 
and it didn't make me feel good because I'm not a hater. I don't like to see people not be able to. Yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. not they're not playing him on country stations because they say the beat is a trap beat. A trap beat me, on a country song <laughs> made by two white men. <laughs> meanwhile, have you ever heard the Florida Georgia Line remixes with Nelly? <laughs> Listen, I love Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> Baby, you song he made that wasn't that, no enough. That's still that still qualifies though, because instead of putting white folks on a nigga beat, you put a nigga on <laughs> oh, white, white folks. Folk. Exactly. So. They're fine with that because <laughs> right. you're bringing him to the party. Right. But when you jump on their beats, yeah, now you you're going that. to no. you're trying to bring no, us to their party. <laughs> That's a problem. Have you but ever heard? But if you hear uh, the beat, you're going to be like, yeah, it does sound a little urban, but it doesn't sound like. What do you mean a trap? Like that ignorant shit. And yeah. it's a great song. It sounds great. Like I almost downloaded it to my uh, phone. I just didn't want to. Have you heard? See, and this is this gets back to I love, I love country rap collabos. Uh, <laughs> Brantley Gilbert, Bottoms Up, with Ti. No, whoo, buddy, it's like text me the title. I will. Of that. I, I'll play it for you after. Uh-huh. And then Jason Aldean, uh, Dirt Road Anthem. Ludacris has a verse on Dirt Road. Yeah, Luda. The Dirt Road is. I like the Zach Brown band. Zach Brown's good too. I like I like, I like like two of the two they're or three They're real of songs. white, white. Oh, no, no, I don't, I've been listening to everything now. No. I say that saying I've heard a few songs from them that I like. Now, Toes, maybe I don't fried. like. I like homegrown. I like. Okay. Um, what'd you say the other one was? I like my chicken fried, cold beer on a Friday night. <laughs> no, I don't think it, I don't think that's it. But that sounds like something I would like. <laughs> that one's good too. That definitely. Tanner and like I me. did that uh, karaoke at a bar one night. Uh, I got homegrown on my phone. Okay. I love that song. I mean, I hear you. Like I don't. I'm not like a. I'm not a deep country person. I love a lot of like pop country. I hate country, so when I find a song that I like, I really like it. I hear you. Because if it's enough for you to listen to it, right. you like it. If you caught me for 20 seconds, then I'm probably going to like the song. Yeah. No, I hear you. I Otherwise, like I'm like, turn it off. Yeah. But no, I mean, all country is is slow white folks blues. And how can't you like blues? You know what I mean? Country music for me is one of those, if I'm depressed and I want to revel in it for a minute, because you know sometimes when you get depressed, you just want to get out, and right. other times you're like, let me feel this way for a minute. Like, if you've ever been, if you've ever been in a real, a serious relationship and there's a breakup, sometimes you just need to revel in it for a second, like, I'm, I'm upset about this, it's making me sad. Country is one of those things that will, like, hold you there. You just gave there are a couple me of a... songs like there's a song called uh, there's two that come to mind. There's one about a kid who kills himself and kind of going back to I mean we we talked about that a couple weeks ago in terms of just having those kind of thoughts. There's a song called uh, How Do You Get That Lonely by I think it's Wayne Larson and then Country. there's one called yeah and then there's one called Whiskey Lullaby. She put Ooh, that bottle uh, to her head. And Charles Stapleton. The uh, I love him. Maybe okay. No, I'm just saying because you yeah said yeah, that. yeah 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 yeah. I didn't mean to take away from what you were no, saying. No, you're good. But I mean, like, it's... So, I think there are points where, like, I like country when I'm in a certain mood. Like, either 
I really like the pop and like having fun country, or I want the shit that is just going to bring you down and make you depressed, or because you're already depressed, you can wallow in. <laughs> you know what's crazy is, and that's the same way I feel about. I skip depressed music. Yeah, I skip depressed music and go all the way back full circle to angry, and then I get into like the real gangster gangster rap, like shoot shit up, like pull roll down a window. See, that's that's shit. a stop on the journey. Yeah, no. Like, I will get back to I the angry skip, shit. Right, I skip, <laughs> I skip the, like, I, I can't, like, okay, so here's how it goes. It's funny you brought this up. Here's how it goes. Like, and, and this will be, like, my work day, too, like, listening to music at work. So I'll start off, like, happy, trying to start my day off bright. Reggae. Reggae is how I start. <laughs> then I get into Sam Cooke and shit, and change okay. gonna come and all that bullshit, right? And then I get into the angry shit, the real, the Kevin Gates, and the uh, uh, little, well, this is probably going to say my age for the young bucks, the little bibbies, because that's way back, but like the real gangster, gangster shit, and then I come back around to like the, okay, let's give them a chance, and then I say, let me play some Frank Sinatra, like <laughs> Fly Me to the Moon, and like some, you know, something that hey. they play some some Uncle Frank, some shit that makes you love white people again. And, and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the circle of, especially in this specific time, because it's just like you flip through your phone, like you want a break from work, and you see your phone, and you're like, give me a break from the phone. Let me get back to work. <laughs> right. Like what the right. fuck? No doubt. No doubt. No, I'm with you because there are. I mean, that's my whole thing. Is like it, it's definitely, it's definitely. Reflective. I love Frank. It's definitely reflective of moods, and so country. I like if I'm looking for something to like hold me in it. Johnny Cash and make me feel sad for a minute. Johnny Cash. Which, is by on the my way, phone. that was another one that. He's I mean, we, after the show last week, we talked a little phone. bit about some of some of the some of our old music. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite things you ever did was uh, the the Johnny Cash remix to Ain't No Grave. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so there's shit like that, and I think when we look at that kind of music, I remember I sang like, that I sang that Johnny Cash song at that bar with the uh, live band. Did you? <laughs> you don't remember that uh, when I lived here? Hmm. What bar were we at? I can't remember what bar we were it was at. Probably either the Hey Hey or uh, it was that Niles. bar where. Um, Either I didn't have my ID or my ID was expired and they wouldn't let me in. And you, uh, you and somebody else you knew that we met there got me into the bar. I don't know. Probably Hey Hey. It was probably Hey Hey Grill. It was probably Tainer over by his place down in uh, German Village. No, it was like High Street ish. High Street ish. We got on the freeway to get there. We took 71 North. Mm. We were living here. I don't remember. Cause I, I try to avoid the freeway if I know I'm Do you remember that girl? We were playing pool, and I was playing pool with a group. Dick's Den. <laughs> and it was actually... You remember what I'm talking about? No, it's the one that worked with you. The one that worked with me? Mm-hmm. Who got me into the mm-hmm. bar? Yeah. Because she was the one that knew everybody there. And we played pool. Yes, I do remember now. And that one girl... uh was bothering me. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because <laughs> that was really the only person I ever drank with when I came back to Columbus. Oh, outside really? of my coaching friends. Right. Because you and I, when we drink, we go to each other's houses. We don't really right. go out. 
Right, and if we do go out, it's usually after we drank too much at the house and was like, let's do let's, let's go do something. <laughs> right, yeah. Dumb, right, dumb, yeah. dumb. <laughs> That's the drink, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's say, let's have a blast. Right. If you're gonna That's go, that's what life hard. is about, G. Gotta have fun. Listen, don't be dangerous, but have a blast. That was a good segue there with all the music. It's been a while. It has. We used to be big on music. It was good times. I used to, I used to like music, and I tell you I what, I only used to listen to ours. I, that's, that's there's about a there's about a good five year period where I didn't listen to any music but our, but music, our music unless it came on the radio. And well, I, was I mean, we uncovered what probably two hundred tracks last week. Listen, so I need I at need, some point I'll burn that or I'll I don't know if it's burned. Do you want a thumb drive? Like, where do you want it? <laughs> I need a CD or. <laughs> Well, that's going to be a problem because I don't have a CD trap on any of these computers. Well, I need you to upload them free to <laughs> Apple then. I'll put them on Google Drive or something. I don't know. I don't I'll know how that, how's that work. The problem is, is that I'm probably going to have to, what I need to do is go through and retitle them all. Listen. Make sure they got the right titles. Make I sure. Would, I mean, I don't know. I would just like to have listed. them on my phone so I can plug my phone up. But you know, Apple, you can't. Do you have an Apple? I can uh, do it. Can you? Yeah, I can do it. And that's um, what I would like. It's. It'll take me a minute, but I can do it. That's fine. Because I had to figure it out. With I might mine, have to get a new phone. I just for got you them all on mine. I might have to get you a new phone. That's get a fine. New phone before you do. Because it's only a thirty-two, and it's keep telling me delete shit to get new. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna go back, and I'm gonna get. This is only a seven. Mm, so that's listen, what I have. I listen, cheap motherfuckers. I'm only gonna get an eight. <laughs> But it's gonna be a sixty-four this time, <laughs> and then I want those. That's kind of on the trip I'm at. I'm like, do I? So I know what. I don't want to upgrade. What are they on the eleven now? Well, they get they're getting the X's and all that. Right. Shit. The letters they're in letters yeah, now, yeah. so I don't. Know what, <laughs> I don't pay attention at. anymore. No, I'm I'm due for an upgrade, and I need to upgrade mine because mine's finally starting to have the battery wear. That's how mine is. It goes down hella yeah. quick. Uh-huh. They hit that point when you're when you get to be about three generations back. The operating system well, kills your battery. No, I know they did. And it's all planned obsolescence shit. And I know they didn't stop. That didn't stop No, anything. it didn't stop them. Because that, that lawsuit, at least the first time that lawsuit happened, I think it was around the iPhone 4. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. The 4 and the 4S. And then they they keep doing the shit. So whatever. We should take a quick break this evening because my bladder's full as hell. All right, so with that being said, let's go ahead. Let's just take a break. We're already we're we're at an hour and five, so and we don't. I don't know that we've got we got maybe one or two live folks in the chat. So we're gonna take a quick two three minute break, and then we'll be right back. Hit us up, contribute in the chat. All right, chime in. All that. All right.
like how you brought that back right there. That was a quick little, quick one. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about the beat. How you brought the it beat. back right there on that. Right. I try. I try. I'm glad. I'm not did. always that good. Yeah, you did great. <laughs> I'm just glad that I remember to unmute us this time. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. That was an excellent bring back. You know? I can't wait till we start to get some uh, people back in the studio because it's, it's fun to have. Like, we had your dad here a couple weeks ago. That was fun. I like having people live in the studio. Like, the Zoom thing's cool because we Aunt get... Tanya is driving me nuts, boy. Me Tell her I'm game next weekend. Bring it on over. <laughs> okay, I might have to call it then. I mean, at this point, I'm like I would, it. I like doing the Zoom thing because it's let us introduce people to new people. Right, right. It's let us have new folks on the show that we probably wouldn't have on the show otherwise. I like having people in the. But I love having people in the room with right. us. Right. It feels better. It feels like a like a late night show. Like a, right, it's a conversation. It's a late night show. It feels it's like a, a honestly. And I tell you what, and our our buddy, uh, I'm just gonna call him Mike. Our buddy Mike sent us a message earlier this week, telling us about how it reminded right. him of just being here and kicking it. Yeah. And that's the that, vibe we always wanted. That, right. That's what we're going for. That was a good. That was a good. I was. Uh, I, I was liked, too. So, I Mike, thank you for the compliments. We appreciate um, it. Definitely welcome. Definitely. Uh, of course, thank you. But you're definitely welcome whenever, and we need you whenever you're free. Also, I talk mean, Mike to, and Key. Right. Also, talk, right. That's what I was about to say. Talk to them as well. I said I would like that both of them at the same time. If I possible. would too, because that would so like be a true me. reunion. Those are those are two. Those are listen now. Come on. Now, y'all are like my starting five now. I would like to have the starting five on the squad. Absolutely. We just uh, we won't go there, but. But we just, just be missing one person, and um, he'll he'll be uh, back soon. I just spoke with him today. Oh, is this is this uh, a uh-huh. certain color? <laughs> yes. I mean, I'd love to have him on too. I love my brethren. Listen, I would. I told him I was going to have him on. Uh, we could do it Tony Yayo style. And but, have him call in. Because there's a number for the Zoom. Like, he could call. He gets, you in, could too do much, a, he gets in too much trouble. Okay. They, they they cut his phones off where he's at at 9. Gotcha. At his old spot, they didn't cut him off till 11. So he could have. So he could have, yeah. Called in multiple times. Probably because probably, there are only 15-minute intervals. But he could have called in three, four times. Right. To, but this spot, they cut them off at night in a higher happen. higher security. Nah, I hear it. <laughs> what happens when you back multiples, right? <laughs> that wasn't even the case. That's what happened when you, you're in trouble all the time and you can't keep your hands off of people. Is that what it was? But I don't know if... I can't... Listen, I'm not going to speak on that. I don't know if he was pushed. He probably was pushed. I hear it. Well, I mean... My whole thing is the individual we're talking about, I've never had a bad interaction with. I've always loved him, so. And you won't. And I don't. Well, I can't say that. I, I, I don't won't know. Say you won't, I don't know everything that's going on with him, but I've never had a bad interaction. End. So Listen, that's my. I know he is. I know he is to the very, very end. So, but he'll he'll be around, and I can't wait to have him on. But until then, Michael, if you are a fan like you say you are, and you're hearing this podcast, I'm going to need you to contact Keo. 
and coordinate what time you would be able to get that set up. Yeah, so Mike, Keo, you two get together, call us, let us know what works for you. You know what time we shoot. Nine times out of ten, it's Friday nights, at least until we get to August. When we get into August, we'll have to have a conversation because yeah, we'll if football is happening, we might be we'll moving this to out. a Saturday night or a Thursday night. We'll have to figure that out. Ooh, it had to be Saturday if we listen to it. <laughs> it won't be full agree with uh, beer if we doing it on Thursday. It'll no, be- I hear you. I hear you. Well, I mean, the alternative is you learn how to do this shit and you host it for a couple of weeks on your own. I could do that, but you would have to teach me how to do it. I don't Absolutely. Know. And we'll do that. that. Either way, we should do that. Like, either way, I should teach you how to do it, because at some point, I'm going to have a conflict. Right, right, right. And I would hate for us to to miss something, because just because of me. And I mean, we're running consecutive weeks. This is episode, what, 24? Is it? Yeah, so we're moving up. We're almost at a quarter of a century. I told you I ain't going to miss, (laughs) motherfucker. I'm saying, I'm the one that, I just said, I'm going to be the one that has to miss at some point. Yeah. I mean, the two times that we've had to do it on an off night. It was me. I'll acknowledge it. it. I don't care if I got to bring my road dog with me. My daughter will be here sitting (laughs) off camera. Behind the black screen here. Listen. (laughs) Because, by the way, the room we're in right now is twice as big as what you guys see on the podcast. (laughs) Oh, he had to stun. He had to stun on y'all. It is, uh, I was just thinking today before we started, it is very odd to know that this was once the studio and is now like a little it's still a studio it's just a podcast studio yeah i guess but you know what i mean because we used to the computer used to be right there for recording where the tv is now and the booth was right there in the closet in the closet it wouldn't take much to put it back to be in the studio trust me because all we really need to do is is put the boom mic I guess in the closet, like, right? <laughs> we can still do. This well, I want to move my area there so I don't have to look at your ugly ass, and I can <laughs> shut that curtain, and we can do the podcast remote, local, <laughs> local, remote. <laughs> right? I think you I'm should playing. pick up your camera, I'm and only swing kidding. it around, and show them what you're talking about. I'm only kidding. I would too. This is where look. This is my new office, right here. <laughs> that's right there. That little action. That's where I'm about, and I'm gonna close the curtain on these motherfuckers. I don't know that they can see the curtain. Is the curtain there? Can they oh, see it? I guess it? it is. I guess it is. Yes, they can see all that's that. That's the closet. Yeah, stop it. So I'll be there next time you see me. If you wonder why I'm not looking at anybody, um. Now, the question is, why. can you get the camera pointed back at you? That's the man, gangster, I'm production. This is production value. <laughs> so. Oh, shit, man. Uh-huh. All right, so did we want to talk through um, any Terry of the other Cruz? Twitter Connor? Or no, we. I mean, we hit on Cruz, right? No, I thought I was going to explain why he's a bitch. Oh, we'll explain why he's a bitch, quick. and then we'll hop into the Smiths. I can do that in about 10, 15 seconds. He's a bitch because he got his dick grabbed twice by a man. On to you, Mike. <laughs> Period. That's it. That explains it. It sums it up. We don't care what you have to say. You got your dick grabbed twice by a man with no assaults. But he was in white chicks. <laughs> with no assaults. 
Listen, I don't give a fuck if this is Cliff's opportunity out and he's getting $2 million off this payday. If you grab my dick, I'm going to jail. <laughs> what if you like it? <laughs> I'm done. All right, so moving on. <laughs> if you grab my dick, I'm going to jail. So moving on, what do you got to say about Jada and August? I don't even know who this dude is. So um, what's his name? August something or other? August Alcina? Yeah, I don't know him. You don't know who that is? I do not know who that is. So it, it educate me. I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't fucking both of them. <laughs> he like that, huh? 100. I mean, didn't Pac always say he was fucking Jada? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, let's be honest. We knew Jada was... Uh, and I mean, as long as it doesn't bother Will, like, who the fuck cares? We knew Jada was a go. No, I think he. I think he was fucking Will too. You think he was fucking Will too? I do. I think he so was fucking Will too. So you think it's good too. that it came out that it was just him fucking Jada? Correct. I think it was much deeper. I think he was fucking Will too. I wouldn't be surprised. Let me put it that way. So who is this dude? He's a singer. He's he a R and B singer. He was with uh, Kiki Palmer. See, so you're saying all sorts of shit that I'm just I'm not hip to anymore. I guess. Um, she was in Aquila and the B. Okay. Okay. And like, now she's a... Uh, like a Disney star, kind of, Akilah and the Bee? Like, was she the kid? Yeah. The okay. movie, in the movie, I don't think it was a Disney movie, was it? I thought it was. It might have been a Disney movie. It seems like... But she has a child, do. yeah. I might, but, be, I mean, missing that. I might up, be mixing she... that up with, like, Queen of Qu- Cotway or something. Now you lost me. I don't know anything about Queen that. Queen of Cotway is definitely a Disney movie, but... Okay. But she flourished. She grew into a, an attractive young lady. Okay. And uh, he was, uh, well, I guess, I don't know if they said they were together. I don't think they were together. They were trying to play like they weren't. But motherfuckers was over each other's houses spending nights. We know what that means. Right. Why do celebrities act like the same <laughs> rules don't apply, don't apply to, to them? them? Like, we can spend a night and we're not sexually to, like, bitch, shut the fuck up. We know what the fuck that means. <laughs> right. We're people. We got dicks, too. We got dicks and twats, just like you. I will tell you that from the age of probably 15 on, (laughs) maybe younger, but 15, I don't know that I ever spent the night at a girl's house and something didn't happen. Now, I might have only been kissing. Well, I'm a gentleman, though. I don't know that I ever spent, well, no, it's usually spent my the house. night at a girl's no, house. No, I've never spent the night at a female's house, but I've had females spend the night at my house and nothing happened. I hear you on that. Because if you're too drunk... Well, we have a certain friend in New York who has crashed at our place. But I even think that most of the time she crashed there, she was making out with Mike or somebody. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not making out, maybe just cuddling. I don't know. Listen, I don't either. But I didn't... I wasn't... I wouldn't even... I didn't even connect the two dots until you said what you said. <laughs> That's what was so funny about that to me. But, um, yeah, no, um, what was the last thing we said? <laughs> I know we were talking about, uh, we were talking about staying the night at someone's house right, and yeah. how, why do celebrities think that the rules don't apply to them? Listen. So, bottom line, you think this whole August Jada thing is real, and you think he's fucking well, too. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure, what was getting fucked, too. 
And I'm going to tell you why. Did you see the video where uh, Will Smith was getting the back rub and the dude walked up and started rubbing his back and he said, oh, those are some man hands. Oh, and no. I did listen, not see that. it's a video. I, I wish I could share it. It's, it might be on World Star. Some World Star shit. Listen, Jada's sitting behind him. He's getting a back rub. I actually know. I, I didn't see the video. I think I saw the thumbnail and you saying this. Just put that together in my head. Listen, he's getting a back rub. Jade is behind him, and he's... And I guess a girl... Dude switched out with a girl, and he said, Wait, them is man hands. He said, Oh, them feel a lot better. He said, Oh, oh, only a man knows how to satisfy another man. And Jada does this in the background. Like this, though, Mike. (laughs) Jada's like that? In the background, like that. (laughs) Which let me know when... I saw that. I said, oh, he was fucking both of them. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because you just let you. We all knew. We all. Well, I'm not going to say new. But they've been talking about having an open relationship for decades. Right. It's been at least 15 years. There was never that much drama around Pop basically saying that. But that was before Will 2. That was before Will 2, though. Uh, Was it before Will or was it That was before Will. Was it between Will? Now, Will may have came Came, into the picture. Pac died in what? 90... 97. Which was before Fresh Prince was off the air. Right but when did he get time. with... He got, he got with Jada after Woo, right? The movie oh. Woo with Tommy Davidson. I think it was... At, I think regardless it was after. But they've been saying since the beginning that they've had, they've had an open relationship. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if that's I'm sure that comes from Jada. No, I'm 100% fine with that, if that's how you feel. I don't care if you understand. I actually don't understand why this is a story, per se. Well, see, here's the story. Other than the fact that they're celebrities. Well, of course that. But here's here's my thing is... My favorite line that I've seen about this is, some of y'all been in an open relationship and didn't realize it. (laughs) No, uh... No, uh, the one is the one I liked was it said uh, it ain't even August and uh, what what she said what uh, what it ain't even uh, what the fuck did that what the fuck did it say? Hello. Oh, uh, we ain't even we ain't even finished July and Jada already been through August <laughs> or something like that. And then it was and then it was one where it said uh, did July about August? And it was July. <laughs> Man, that shit, they've been going in on her. But, but what I'm saying is, open relationship or not, you don't, you don't let your, your significant other release their, their trophy case without showing yours as well. That's true. Will Smith has never shown, never had a trophy case. Other than Jada Smith and Nia Long, you've never had a trophy case. So, in this situation, if you're willing to let August come out about Jada, then you can only feel comfortable that knowing we both had the same thing. We both got good. It's almost like your female cheating on you and you not cheating back. It's like, well, this might eventually ruin our relationship because I'm always going to be thinking about you cheating. But if we both cheated together, it's like, well, we can get over it because... We yeah. both did it. Right. That's the way I see this current Well, and situation. that's what an open relationship is. The funny thing would be that that means Will's been more discreet than Jada. <laughs> Unless what you're saying is true. 
And even if what you're saying is true. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Even if August and Will have gotten together. That's what I'm saying. That's not what we're talking about here, though. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. No, but that's not what the media is talking about. Oh, right, 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 right. So even if that's the case, then, like, Will still comes off as being, like... Listen, I'm going to still love Will regardless of (laughs) if this is true or not. I fuck with Will Smith. And we're now in that we're we're in that generation where sexual it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I agree. Not that it mattered before. No, but, but it we're mattered definitely more. in a more. It, it, it was. A I different mean, we situation. talked about this with your pops, right? Right. Like we had that conversation. Which, by the way, so I had a one of my cousins. Mm-hmm. Cousins in the same sense you use the word cousins. Uh-huh. <laughs> Reached out to me and she said. In episode 21, when describing a trans woman, your guest said a man who identifies as a woman. And that's super not correct. A trans woman is a woman, period. I know y'all ain't trans transphobic, but just for future reference, what you would say is someone who is assigned male at birth, but is a woman because the other way makes it seem like they're a man pretending to be a woman. Which okay. Is very harmful and no, that a transphobic makes sense. stereotype. So that makes that makes I wanted to call out sense. I think for me it was more about us acknowledging like if y'all ever hear us say some shit that is super wrong or super offensive, call us. Period. And we will we will acknowledge it on the next show. I'm a dickhead. So, I'm an asshole, I'm a dickhead, <laughs> I'm trying to learn. But I listen. I and know. on that note, what I will but say. But wait, 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 wait. What was the what was the um what was the context of that though? Too, I don't know. I don't know what the context. I think was. I remember what she's talking about. And I think that was a question that was asked. If I'm being, if, I, I I think you're I think right. I asked, does that mean that was a man to woman or woman to man? And I think that person answered the question. I don't think that they just said said that out of nowhere. That's I, where I'm. I think that's fair from a contextual standpoint. But I also want to acknowledge. But if yeah, somebody I know feels I'm a, that way. Then. I know I'm an asshole. I know I'm a dickhead. I listen. My mom tells me these things. She reassures me of this daily. And you saw my dad on the podcast. So we talk about this not this specifically, but being assholes and dickheads all the time. <laughs> all the time. So, if and, I offended, I apologize. I can't say that I won't do it again, but it won't be purposely. Right. Just teach me no, if you're willing. This goes back to growth mindset. We understand. We may say the wrong thing sometimes. The difference is, is we're willing More times to learn than not, I'm going to. Yeah, absolutely. And listen, Both I call us. people bitches a lot on this podcast. And I tell you what, I'm the first and that's not in the feminine male the same way that we're talking trans. It's not in the feminine male sense of bitch. It's uh the you're being a bitch right now. Right. Right. <laughs> now I will also say that she she offered up, although she says she wouldn't do this on the mic, and I'm going to challenge Please her do. if she. Wants to actually do this and actually put it on the mic, I would appreciate that more. She says, uh, anyone wants an education on LGBTQ stuff, we can do that. She said, not necessarily on the mic, just in the world. She says she did it at a panel at her college for years, Wait, so no. she doesn't mind being a queer yeah, educator. No. No, I would and definitely... I would rather have her on right. so that we Correct. can educate our right. people. I got listen, Educate our fans. Listen, I told you my friends been one asking to be on as well. Right. My well, trans all friends, your friends have been on. <laughs> They've wanted to be well, on. Right. Well, 
Well, step it up with I, your friends. I don't have friends. Do you have friends? <laughs> right. Do you have, have friends, friends, sir? I don't have friends. But yeah, no, my trans friends been wanting to come and talk about it as well, based on that conversation that we had the first time. Okay. I mean, I'm all up for whoever being on. I That's how I feel friends. about it. But I, I would like to not just the people that know us or your cousins. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. If you feel a certain kind of way, please express it. Right now, I don't care if you're trolling or you're being honest. You're dealing with people that don't have a problem looking at things from an opposite point of view. So, if you truly want to make a difference and and not just bitch or talk shit, then state your claim. I agree. It's welcome. The same way I was telling Mike, join the African club. The same way I said about the AR dude. Go down there and show them you're with us. That's listen. All I'm trying to do is let motherfuckers know we're with you. I just don't know a lot of shit. Right. So and I, I joke a lot too. So I don't want you to take jokes for truth as well. True. Because I do a lot of that as well. But in the end, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm we'll just say playing. That to Sam. <laughs> oh, is that what that was? No, listen. We we know. So I just got called out in the chat. So I've got to. That was a joke. That no, was it's, a joke. this isn't coming from Sam. So no, I was just saying. You're, I wanted you're to just you're clear in the air. Right. There. Absolutely. That well, the good news joke. is she listens. So I know, and I love her. We love she all knows our fans. I, I would, I would, wait, wait, wait. I would hope she knows I love her. Right. I don't know that she knows, but I would hope she knows. So, and by the way, the East Side fireworks are going off. So they got two more days. You have to let me know if it happens on the fourth. Um, I just got right. called out in the chat for not for not remembering my question that I was supposed to ask is part of inadvertent thoughts. My question asked to no, me? No, somebody, somebody asked me something and I promised that I would bring it up on the podcast. Okay. So, I have a question for you. Okay, prepare me first, though. Is this deep? Let's go. It's yes, not... It's not. Dive that. in! Fireworks! <laughs> um, I have a question for you. You, you know who Chewbacca is, right? Yeah. Star Wars? Yeah. Does Chewbacca... Woman have a human dick or a dog dick, like a red rocket have to or have a, a human dog dick. dick. Has to have a, has That's kind of what I said dick. because he's got the fur. Otherwise, it'd be flopping around through the whole trilogy, right? Period. Because <laughs> it would have to stop at the hair. Right. Exactly. <laughs> the only so way. So either he's got a real short human dick, or he's packing with a dog dick. <laughs> but though. Has there ever been a packing dog? By the way, do you know who this is? Has a dog from? ever been packing? I don't know. Uh, I've seen some fucking pit bulls that were packing. But I feel Usually like even a packing dog, though. even right, even a packing dog is a below average man. Depends on the dog. Depends on how big it is. I don't care if it's a seven foot great what dane. What a wolf? I don't care if it's a. I don't care if it's an eight foot wolf. I can't see your dick being longer than eight inches. <laughs> you know what I mean? As in as an inverted in your. Hey, dick, I have a dick. All right, all right. that actually triggers it's not something gonna come else. Come out. That actually triggers like something a else like an anvil. You what, know what I mean? What animal has the biggest dick on earth? Whale. Yeah, blue whale. I know. Them shits is ridiculous, but they look like just a swervy line. <laughs> I thought it looked like a. Uh, I thought it looked. It like actually a, looks like a giant sperm. Like a, is like what a, it looks like. I thought it looked like a, a mini stingray, like, <laughs> like a stingray on a uh, pointer, like on, <laughs> like on a, 
What's that called? So, Luke. Who asked that question? Luke, Luke thank you for the yes, question. Yes, Luke. I hope that that answer was exactly what you were expecting to get. And Luke would be somebody. We were talking earlier wait. about friends that I've we said, want on the show. I said it all the Luke, time. you motherfucker. How many times have Hop I said on. that? <laughs> how many times have I said that? So I can tell him about all the things he missed at the bachelor party. I'm just playing. Don't do that now. Yeah, no. I can, listen, We're about to get real serious in here. I get incri- more incriminated. I think I did more wrong than you did, but you probably right. You didn't do shit. I came home with my clothes wet, though, which is what my wife always reminds me well, of. Well, they shouldn't have put a shower on stage. What was I doing on stage was a question. <laughs> That was better than Matt's, though. <laughs> Matt's, I disappeared and came back thousands of dollars. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Listen, I ain't Have you ever seen the movie Hustlers? That's what I happened. ain't going to tell you. Listen, I ain't going to tell you uh, Matt's, how Matt's ended up. I would just let you know I had a lot of makeup on my jeans, and I hope that the people that I went we're just as drunk that I was and don't I think we all were. That's fine. That was a problem going to that particular club, which has since been shut down. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Um, I'm, It was about to be that evening. Right. <laughs> no shit. And I mean that. 100. <laughs> I'll just end it there. All right. So we talked about Jada. We talked about Terry Crews. Mm-hmm. Columbus Public Schools, man. Oh yeah, I do have some school shit. Have you seen? Have you seen the plan? The two day. So they're uh, talking about going two three, two days in person, three days online for K through, what middle school? No, I didn't look through like the. And then high school was all online for the first half of the year. So what are your thoughts? I mean, you're a, you have a you have a daughter that's in that school system. So. I mean, without, without, okay, so of course I'm going to make jokes. I'll hold them off until later in the segment. Um, am I, or am I going to just throw these jokes out? Just go for it. I mean, I, think, I really want to know what your thoughts are, because, like, you've got a daughter that's going to have to go through this, so. And I'm coaching, so I'm coaching not at... Not at Columbus, but I'm coaching in a neighboring school district, which will probably take a similar approach, or we'll see what they do. So what are your thoughts? Okay, so I guess the jokes are the truth, if I'm being honest, because the fact of the matter is I don't feel like I don't feel like we should ever not go back to a normal system. Even if that means potential risk of death, I don't think that we should not go back to it. I feel like our generation is already socially awkward. Not necessarily ours. Ours is right at that tipping point. We're right at the cusp. Right where it's like we're starting to get socially awkward. I think we talked about this in the middle of February, early March. We are the elder millennials. We are right between millennials and like Gen X. Or Gen Y or whatever they call it. Right. We are the oldest of the millennials. Right. So we didn't grow up with technology the way millennials did. Right. And we definitely didn't grow up with the technology the way current Generation Z did. Right, right, right. But we're familiar with it. We are comfortable with it. 
because it came up while we were in like high school. It came up right. during our formative years. Am I good in here? What do you mean? Yeah, you're good. This looks a little... I mean, you're a little off, but it's fine. It, it, you've been centered, so I'm not... Okay. Wasn't anything bad. I'm going to cut you off. No, you're good. So, I think that from that perspective, I, I hear you on that. Um, That's my biggest concern. It's like, we're already socially awkward. Like, I already, like, when, like, we get new people in, like, to the job. You don't know how to talk. You don't people, know how to... Like, it's like... You know, I do. Like, I... I yeah, yeah, yeah. You I do, pride myself everybody. on trying to connect on your level. Mm. So I have no problem pulling myself out of my normal comfort zone to try to enter yours to get you to open up. But it's like, I is mean, this person real? Like, is this real what we're right. doing? Like, what do you expect me to do right. with this here? So what I will say is, I, I think it's an interesting situation. I would say that. I support kind of what the CDC said earlier this week, which was basically... And what does that mean? What uh, the Center for Disease Control. Okay, I knew So that. it's a federal agency. I didn't know that. Uh, I, I knew that, but I didn't know that I knew that. I gotcha. If I'm being honest. But they basically said that we should make every effort to put kids back in school this year. One, because so the virus doesn't affect them as badly as it affects Period. older folks. The issue is coming and home two, to the older folks. Agreed. And two... The social, emotional damage of not going to school is worse than the physical period. possibilities period. of COVID. Period, period, period. period. I would agree funny? with. You know, it's funny that you said that, is that I said the only plus, because that was a negative, is that the social shit is awful right now, and it's just going to get worse Absolutely. with kids being at home. Nobody's uh, going to know how plus, to talk to each other. I don't even know if you put it as a plus. No more mass school shootings. They're now in home. That's not going to stop them. They're still going to happen. Yeah. They're just going to be in the home, which is proper. Which keeps it from being mass. I mean, let's be honest, because <laughs> if you're raising a mass shooter, you should have to deal with that. Right. Not our children, the children of our country. Yeah. Or our area. You, your dumb ass should have to deal with that. <laughs> so if they choose to flip out and shoot shit, you should be the one getting shot, not our children. Yeah. So... My my take on it, and this is going to contradict that a little bit, is that school districts, wherever possible, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying every school district can do this, mm-hmm. school districts should put it in the, the power of the family. Meaning, it's either, first of all, I think blended and doing part-time in-school, part-time virtual is awful. I don't yeah, no, think I, that's I think effective for anybody. I don't think so. Not, especially not the the not especially not the K the, through especially not six. the parent. Oh no. I now I, have to stay home with this child because they can't stay home by themselves. Right. So now jobs either have to offer me the ability to work right. home full time or this doesn't work. It's funny you bring that up because when Shar and I were having this conversation about this before our show tonight, I'm like, I'm curious what Cliff's thoughts are on that because I don't know, because right now you're working from home. Right. Is your daughter's mother working from home as well? Or is she being asked no. to go back? No, she's not working from home, I think. So at that point, does that become a okay, point of contention out. between you two? Or does your daughter well, no. come to you on days where she's got school from home? Well, see, I guess that, so would, that's all my question. Depi- right, that would all depend on the way it was set up at my job 
and see this is the fucked up thing that it's the 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 fucked up truth that we're gonna have to enter into is it's gonna have to be you name the rules not i come back to work no if you want me to continue working there you allow me from to work from here absolutely or i have to find a new job that will be willing to and that's going to be the sad truth is that once well, the jobs that see that that they're like oh shit people can't come back i actually think that that's it'll be an interesting pivotal point in terms of capitalism in this country because what i think it'll do is it'll take the power out of the corporation's hands and put it back in the people's hands because from a I can't work for you if you don't let me work on my terms. Right. Well, here's the thing now, or here's the thing that we go even further, is especially with uh, my specific job, um, I'm using my internet, my electricity, my... And they should be compensating you My for that. cell phone, my cell phone, I make calls from my own cell phone, and I don't get any sort of stipends or anything like that. No, so, that's something that should be addressed. They should be paying for all of that. Period. Whether that's either through the form of a raise or through a... Oh, no, here's the kicker is they cut our raises as well for the year. But that's exactly where that should For happen. the previous year, before before yeah, yeah, yeah. the before all this shit COVID happened. even happened, we already worked for the raise, but that's cut too because... What I will say is my company has actually gone the opposite way, which is why I'm glad I work for who I work for. They've basically said, because of COVID, they know we're not going to hit our numbers, uh-huh. so they are changing how our bonuses are assessed. They better figure something out for they get a whole bunch of letters from a whole bunch of news agencies from anonymous emails that were sent talking about how fucked up shit's being handled. Yeah. So, my whole point with schools is that, I, first of all, and like I said, I think blended learning is awful. I don't think it, it benefits anybody. I think it should either be fully back to school... Uh-huh. Or fully online, and it should be a parent's choice. Meaning, the parent chooses if right. their kid is going to be full time enrolled in school or if their kid is going to be full time online at home. Right. And the way you solve this with teachers is teachers, you're going to have teachers that feel the same way, that aren't comfortable coming back, and that are comfortable coming back. You have teachers come back that are comfortable coming back to teach in school, and the teachers that aren't comfortable coming back are required to teach online. Okay. And so you basically end up with two different school systems within right. a single district. You have an in-school, and you have an, out- and you have an online version. Right. And the problem is, is that right now we are still in the process of cutting education funding. Right. And what really you should be doing is Meanwhile, let's get defunding police the police. Let's get police tanks. Defund the police to fund the ability to have two different versions of school. An online version and an in-school version. Fuck that. Let's be 100. You could defund the police and have a, a two have different five schools. different versions of school. Fuck no, schools. And you could have programs to cover the parents that would no have to stay doubt. home to tend to their no kids doubt. that are in the schools. No doubt. And you would still have hella more money to give back to the police if you felt that to be necessary. Absolutely. I mean, my whole thing, like, the line that hit me the hardest, having coached in Columbus Public, when I coached in Linden, mm-hmm. CPD Shit makes a little more has a budget of $360 million. Meanwhile, Columbus Public Schools don't have fucking air conditioning. Right. They had to shut down school while I was coaching there 
Because they don't have air conditioners to, in the building. Listen, I went to Gehenna Lincoln back from 2000 to 2004, and we didn't have air conditioning in certain of our buildings. We were in the suburbs. Right. So imagine how the, the niggas in the inner city have. No doubt. No doubt. Listen, there were, listen, and I know people that went to school in my time knew it, especially if you know anything about C building. There were rats and mice running around the floor while you were in school. Right. But meanwhile, we've. But the police got tanks. CBD got with tanks. Cup, with cup holders. Right. <laughs> and dice in the rear view. That they only get to run around on the training track. Right. Until something well, like this happens. It's funny because I've been listening to um, Columbus City Council and all their meetings recently because I'm just trying to be more engaged and listen to what the fuck's going on. And helicopters came up. I can't tell you a single fucking night that I've lived in this neighborhood where I haven't heard a helicopter in the air. Guess what? It's all taxpayer funded. How many how many fucking crimes is the is the helicopter assisting in. I don't think it's um, any crimes maybe, at all. Maybe 30 a year? I don't think it's any crimes. I think it's maybe. more wrangling up areas. It ain't shit. That's the problem. Well, see, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is a lot of, this is, this is a lot of, I don't know, this may shed light to a lot of white people that, that never knew it. In, <clears throat> in neighborhoods of black folks where we're always in the house, First of all, our parents won't allow us to stay in the house. Just as as a black black families will not allow their child to stay. Get the fuck out the house. Right. Some people aren't allowed to come back into the house until the street lights come on type shit. Right. So if you're in a situation where you're like that or I can't just be in the house because there's not gonna be a lot of room sometimes. Yeah. I then have to hang out with my friends outside. And a lot of the helicopter turns into dispersing crowds. It's not that this is a crowd. It's that we all stay in this building. Right. And we don't have anywhere to go. Because our houses are taken up. It's just this stoop is the only place we have at the moment. And you're running us off. And that ends up making us look like criminals. Like we don't live here. We live here. Absolutely, <laughs> but that's the point, right? I mean, that's 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 a lot of the situation in general. So when you hear those helicopters, I mean, let's be honest, you don't motherfuckers don't hear shootings enough for helicopters to be out. No, what are you out for? Right. The only reason a helicopter should be out is to shine a spotlight down on a fleeing suspect or a, a crime well, you know, scene. You, you know what? Um, you know what Quinlan said. Or his deputy chief. I don't even know who that is. Uh, The deputy chief of CPD. So, the chief is Quinlan. It was actually his deputy deputy chief that said this. So, basically his second in command or his third in command. Uh Uh-huh. He's like, no, we use helicopters to uh, track down domestic violence um, people. And I'm like, wouldn't that be better served than just having a car sit outside their fucking house until the person either came home or didn't come home? Well, well, Are why? you actually tracking down anybody from a helicopter? Well, how do you track domestic case... violence? Right. How do you track? It's either already happened and they're on the run. Right. 
or they're calling it in as it has happened. Yeah, no, it's completely either way. Asinine. You can't catch them with a helicopter, right? You would exactly. be more apt That's to catch point. them on foot <laughs> or in vehicle right. than you would be in a helicopter. No fucking doubt. <laughs> and then you got, excuse me for the ones that, and then you got these dumb white people that hear shit like defund the police and they're like, oh, you want to take away the police? <laughs> what the fuck are they? It's not about taking away the police. What are they doing with half the shit doing? that they're getting what on the a daily? What the fuck do they need tanks for? What the fuck do they need half the riot gear they have What for? What do they need SWAT gear for? Right. If they are not SWAT specifically, why does why every do police need officer SWAT need SWAT a helmet gear? and, and no, all they that? Don't. They don't. That's the whole yeah. I'm Why does listen? I'm not saying that every police officer didn't need a vest, <laughs> but I'm saying if you policed properly, then you would know what places were in danger. Right. And but instead, are they're the, showing up to peaceful protests and looking like the fucking event. And you're making yourself no. Even beyond that, you're you're making yourself the enemy. You're making the people that didn't look at you as the assholes before say now well, they're wait starting a minute, to. Why the fuck are y'all doing that? I mean, honestly, do you think that white folks would have rallied around the Black Lives Matter protest the way they did if the police hadn't intervened in the first three days? Wait, wait, wait. Ask the question again? I said, do you think white folks would have rallied around the Black Lives Matter cause had police not been over-enforcing on the first three days of the protest? Well, certain would. Certain would. Certain would. But do you think it would have gained as much steam as it did? First of all... Had police not literally killed a girl, killed a white girl by pepper spraying her and she had asthma, do you think that it would have caught as much attention as it did? Now, and when you say it, you mean what? I mean the... um, I mean picking up the cause in terms of police brutality. With police brutality... But when you say it, you mean what? Black Lives Matter, you mean what? I mean more so on the, the police brutality of defund the police. Do you think defund the police would have been as big a thing with right. white folks had they not overreacted to peaceful okay, protests with saying. the Black Lives okay, Matter? Okay, now I follow your question. Okay, I, I missed some spots. Um, no, and I did jump around a little bit, so my apologies there. Um... No, because that is a white term. Defund the police is a white term. That's something that black people wouldn't even think possible. No. Defund? You mean take money from the police? (laughs) I didn't think that that was possible. I didn't think that was possible until white folks started saying it. We've got somebody somebody chiming in the chat. So we got Luke chiming in on the chat. My G? In terms of helicopters. 5,000 flight hours per year, 16 hours a day, 7 days per week. 16 hours per day, 7 days a week on helicopters. Are you fucking serious? Just imagine the maintenance costs on that. Imagine, guess what? You could put fucking air conditioners in Columbus Public Schools for that amount. There's not enough fleeing suspects (laughs) per day. And let me say something as well. If there is enough fleeing suspects... Then you're not doing your job on the ground! Why are there so many fat-ass police officers? Right. I feel like police should start shooting police themselves. Like when 
like when horses go out and you're like, yeah, you don't have anything left. Yeah, that's the risk of being a cop and being able to kill freely that we might have to turn you into glue. Your own own brother might have to shoot. We might have to turn you into glue. We might have to glue our badges. I feel like... So I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey a lot recently. I feel like that's what the Spartans would have done to one another. Real, real talk, though. The Spartans, the Vikings, once you get too old, are you going to take this leap of death? Because we can't continue feeding you. Right. So the noble thing would be dive off this mountain and have right. a noble death. Right. And back in the day, we would agree to that. Absolutely. I would agree to that at this point. If that meant I'm taking food out of my nephew's and my daughter's mouth and all you're asking me to do is dive off of this cliff, I guess it's time to fly. Right. R. Kelly, full circle we came. <laughs> Just give me an I MP3 player and those fucking iPads, iPod earphones I bought you last year and you got a dad off a cliff, baby. And Not I a big deal. What, I tell you what, we're at 155. That might be where we have to end it. Because that was a perfect ending. Full circle. R. Kelly, I believe I can fly. Kill yourselves. <laughs> Fools agree. <laughs> Fools agree. <laughs> hey, we can end it off that. Love on every that fucking note, body. Cliff, what do you got to take us out? Love them all. Oh, love them all? Love everybody. <laughs> At least until they give you a reason not to. Not to. to. <laughs> Then just um, love the ones that allow you to. Fuck oh, the rest. Fuck the rest. Goodness gracious. Well, with all that being said, um, do me a favor. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Give us if you're listening to shit. us on give the us podcast, some, never mind. leave us a review. Give us a like. Uh, check us out at Foolproof Net on Twitter. Check send, us out on Foolproof Entertainment Network on Facebook. And send all titty pictures to Foolproof um, ENT at Foolproof ENT on Twitter DMs. <laughs> Is that the right page? At foolproof Net. At Foolproof Net on I Twitter. Say, I said ENT. You said ENT. Switch the words around. But if you and want you Instagram, it, right. it is Foolproof ENT Net. Oh, we got an Instagram page? I told you. I'm not, I'm not all about <laughs> it. But we do have an Instagram. Um, with all that being said, we love you. Have a good night. Have a, have a good, happy 4th uh, of July. Life. Be safe. And uh, wear your mask. Till next time, fuckers. You say wear your mask? I did. <laughs> we didn't even get into that. <laughs>